Hi friends, I'm Katie. And I'm Lauren. And welcome to Okay, But Did You Know? A podcast where we talk about the TV and media that we love with a friend who's never seen it before. Today we're recapping and chatting about Bob's Burgers Season 1, Episode 13, Torpedo. Bob's baseball hero winds up dragging the Belchers into the seedy side of minor league baseball. So, uh, I am very much qualified to discuss this episode because mm-hmm. I ended up marrying a baseball husband. He's obsessed. He He's probably watching baseball right this second. It's the Braves versus Colorado right now. Um, okay. We have a we have a framed schedule in our living room for the season. Nice. Like, that's that's how much baseball I know. So, th- I... <laughs> It, and it's a it's 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 minor league, so yeah, it's still pretty good. Um, but we always start off with the puns, though, and I'd like to know what you picked up on. All right, well, so the the storefront at the very beginning, we have Chris's brisses, and I just went, oh dear God, no. I was gonna ask, how does that make you feel as a as a Jewish individual? Honestly, it, it's not that shocking. It's it's funny. I get it. But it's just like it just made me think of just like the order on Moyle like jokes that everyone makes. So it's just like that's fair. Moyle is the the rabbi specifically that performs brisses for yes. those who do not who do I for those that. who do not know. I I learned that from Mel Brooks. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think a very large population learned that from Mel's Brooks. Mel Brooks, <laughs> most likely. But I, I wanted to just just make sure. Um, I don't think I got any other puns. If there was a burger, I didn't see it. Oh, wait, no, there is one. I, I Hang on. I, I lie. Uh, take me out to the burger. Comes with peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Yep. Take me out okay. to the ball game. Yeah. I think that might be it. So one of my favorite things about this episode is I was able to find the list of all of the advertisements inside the park. Oh, my God. There's quite a few. So we have got Bob's, which is his grade A beef, A plus flavor, which I mm-hmm. think is a very good advertisement. It's just the size of a bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Jimmy Pesto has two. Of course he uh, does. Jimmy Pesto. Now that's what you call meatballs. Okay. And then the other one is, that's now that's a Moria like it. Okay. Uh, the other few, one says falafel on a waffle. I guess that could give you a similar vibe to chicken and waffles if it's it's fried and eh. waffle. I'm too southern for that. Um, shower stolen. Put a stool in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> There's a use for them. Uh, there is. Uh, slide into Fies. Fies or Fies? I'm not sure. It's P-H-I. Uh, slide into Fies ice cream parlor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Peterson's Urology Clinic. Oh, okay. Which I find funny because they talked about the urinal cakes. Yeah, I wrote that down. Urinal cake ad seems like an untapped market. Yeah, it really does. Like, that actually sounds really smart, especially with men. Oh, yeah. uh, get to first base at dateforyou.com. <laughs> I love all of the dating websites on this show. Yes. Uh, the next one is net advertising. It's better than nothing. <laughs> you know, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Um, no. Just for lamps. That's literally all it says. Just for lamps. Okay. Couldn't tell you what that means. Um, no. And the last one is insurance in an instant. 
Okay. So they had quite a few advertisements. The yeah. puns are not as good as I would hope. Some of these are wonderful. Like the, the dating yeah. one. I love that. Get to first base. That's oh, yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I missed one. I'm sorry. The knee specialist. Back on your knees in no time. <laughs> There's the best one. That's oh the best God. one. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good one. That was a good one. And then I I have quite a few facts, which is really great because it's the only episode we watched. And we we're doing this because this is the last episode of the first season, yeah. uh, which I'm very sad to say season two has nine episodes. So we'll be done with that one fairly quickly as well. Mm-hmm. But so I was able to find lots of notes for this, which makes me extremely happy because it's the only one we're doing. Well, it is the season one finale. So you should hope that there is yes. some kind of like fun facts for it. So speaking of that. Torpedo Jones is introduced in this episode despite appearing before in Lobster Fest, which is produced first season, which is the produced first season finale. This episode was produced first and the order of the episodes were switched when broadcast. This was not meant to be the finale. Lobster Fest was. Interesting. That's why it feels so weird watching it and it being a finale is it's not meant to be. Lobster Mm, Fest definitely feels more like a finale to a season. Oh, definitely. So that I thought that was really interesting. I'm just like, this doesn't feel like a finale. Mm-hmm. Because it's not. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had kept it the other way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Lobster Fest fits more as a finale the way that the way that, that episode kind of goes. Because they yeah. also I, I thought it was weird that we saw Hugo two episodes in a row. Yes. I, I'm not used to seeing we're not usually used to seeing Hugo in two episodes in a row. Yeah. Um I even think throughout like the rest of bobs you don't tend to see him that often Mm -hmm. Uh, i think he occurs more than mort though okay interesting yeah it's i don't know why we don't see a lot of mort even though he's next door uh i'm just gonna go with the mortuary is really busy yeah that's that's likely the seal mascot seen uh, taking part in the mascot races is the same seal mascot seen sleeping with Teddy's ex-wife in bed and breakfast. It is other. Uh, it is unknown whether Ray, the actual person sleeping with Teddy's ex-wife, is wearing the costume. Okay, I did write down the seal, just like with an exclamation point. It's there. <laughs> we see the costume. Before Torpedo Jones admits that he cheated, he can be seen lubricating his hands and shots before his skadooches. Okay. So you can actually see him cheating throughout Hmm. a lot of it. I guess that makes sense. I also did write down Mm -hmm. uh, the skadooch reminds me of Blue Skadoo Weekend 2. I just watched that like three episodes of that yesterday. Well, you do have small children. I have very small. Well, I have small child. The other one's a little bit bigger. They got a six six year gap between the two of them. Hmm. Um, And my last note is... This is where my my uh, knowledge as a baseball fan comes in. Mm-hmm. On August 21st, 2015, it was reported that Houston Astros pitcher Mike Fiers, or Fears, I'm not sure how to say his last name, had used an illegal substance on his glove to aid in pitching, mirroring Torpedo's actions in the episode. Ironically enough, the, the Houston Astros, just a few years back, were caught cheating. And they hmm. won the World Series that year. To the point their new nickname is now the Houston Trash Cans because they started, they figured out signals like for pitchers 
mm-hmm. and started banging the trash cans in a certain way to tell the other person, I think the batter, my husband could so explain this better than I could, um, to pretty much tell the batter what's coming at them so they knew how to swing. So they were, I think they were, the Astros were fined and like other things happened, but they still hold the title for the World Series for that year. Uh, we're still angry about it. As like Braves fans, okay. we're still angry about it because that's fair. What the hell? So yeah, it's always an interesting time too because like we've we we don't go to a ton of games right now, mm-hmm. but every time we watch when the Braves and the Astros get together, especially if it's a home game for us, it's very interesting. They yeah. are still being booed constantly. I love that, honestly. Yeah. So if you ever hear me or Steven just talking about the Houston trash cans, you know what I'm talking about now. Good to know. So here's your sports lesson for the for the month. I'm happy for it. It's a good time. What's actually funny is I'm not the biggest sports. I'm not, mm-hmm. In general, I'm not a big sports fan. Baseball is probably the one that like I know the best. I write down like, hey, I like baseball. Like, oh, I love baseball. I, I like that's probably the one that I know the best. I can follow the best. Um, but mm-hmm. what's funny is my grandpa used to write down the results of every game of every Yankee game. He had these books. I mean, ew, of- Yankees, but yay! Well, okay, I'm from New York, so like Yankees. <laughs> that's, that's fair. To be fair, my options are the Yankees or the Mets. And if you're a Mets fan, you apparently are just a masochist and you like to watch your team lose all the time. I said what that's I. That's fair for a lot of I- those in the baseball community. It's no one likes the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm sure, but I'm a New Yorker, so my my I, Yankees are the better option. But so he's right down the results of every game. Uh, doesn't like it doesn't matter when. Um, but uh, he had he had these books full of these results, and the only time that he missed a doubleheader was the day that my mom was born because uh, he, there was a doubleheader that day, and my grandma actually gave my mom this book for her fiftieth birthday, I think. Uh, that has Aww. the results. Has the results of that doubleheader for that day. Has the first game and the second game. Uh, it says um, no results. Took Rosalie to the hospital. That is the sweetest freaking thing. It's really I sweet. love that. Well, for my husband, that was how he was like bonded with his father later in life. Mm-hmm. Was baseball. Baseball yeah. is how they ended up bonding. And so, even though Dusty is no longer with us. It's still a big part of our lives and a big part of our family. To the point, the pride flag I fly out in front of my house now is actually an Atlanta Braves pride flag that he bought okay. for me. Aww. So we love baseball in our house. I have actually, this is the first summer or first year season that um, I've been reading so much. I haven't really asked him to like not watch baseball so many nights. So he's he has yet to, I don't think he's missed maybe but two games. And the games he has missed is because it's all the way on in california mm-hmm. and the games are like 10 o'clock our time and can't yeah. exactly stay up to start a game at 10 o'clock at night when you have to work the next day so no. he has not missed almost any game like met barely any games this mm-hmm. year oh, wow. um so what did you think what's what's your notes mm-hmm. i liked this one i took a lot of funny notes mostly just kind of me like writing down like the what am i watching kind of situation um so I wrote down, uh, he owns the team, the ballpark, Wonder Wharf. He is Mr. Gold in reference to Mr. Fish Odor. I've just decided he is just Mr. Gold. I absolutely love that, though, that we have this connection. Like, Yeah, our shows have eccentric landlords. Um, let's see, what else do I have? So, I, so tussle receiver sounds like an actual position, or I'm just bad at sports. That does sound like a position. 
It does sound like it should be a position, like a football yeah. or something like that. Or, See, I mean, we've already established I don't know soccer very well. So for all I know, that could be a soccer That you know, is not position. soccer. <laughs> I See, that's what's I funny is... I know very few. I, I I know basketball and baseball, and that might be it. And that's just because those are the two that I, I... I mean, I played softball, but I played basketball for the longest as a kid. You are a so. stereotype, and that is funny, and I love you. I stand by... Okay, so I did, like, for the minimum, I did soccer for two years when I was five okay. and six. I did softball for three years. Every season, I got injured. This is why I say I'm not a cliche. I'm not athletic. That's The fact fair. that I run now... The fact that I run now is bizarre, but also I can't really hurt myself, so I'm good. But then basketball, I played the longest. I can okay, I can hurt. I was myself about to say, where's do, the logic there? <laughs> if I don't do things properly, you can hurt yourself. I should say that if you don't do things properly while running, you can hurt you know, yourself. Probably but like, what happened in softball? No, what happened is I kept getting hit by the ball. Mm. That's the issue. And that's a big um, basketball. Ball. Yeah, basketball. I um I got. I played the longest mostly because my best friend was on the team and her dad was our coach. So like, I just had fun. Yeah, that's, that's not fair. that's not a that's not a cliche. Um, I was never in love with said best friend. Oh, I hate that! I hate that cliche. I hate that stereotype so much. It's not a it's it's not a great cliche. But like, literally, my my best friend like, I had crushes on other people. Never her. She and I have been friends for 20 years. I I Never. love that. I do truly love that because I don't talk to anybody from high school anymore, but they all thought mm-hmm. I had crushes on them. And I'm like, I like women, not you. <laughs> Just because I like women does not mean I like all women. Right? Yeah. I, I never understood that sentiment. Um, For me, sports, I know quite a bit about soccer. My brother played soccer in uh, high school. I had other extracurriculars, so I didn't join the team or anything, but when he wanted to practice or kick the ball around, I went with him. And so, but so much of JRTC was like on the soccer team. I, Mm -hmm. we would always end up Fridays was like a free for all. You had to do something sports like walk, run. We would just grab a soccer ball because so many people were on the soccer team and I helped my brother so much I'd play with them. So like I was athletic to the point that I joined in. I just didn't join the team because I had other Mm -hmm. obligations. Yeah. Um, I was commander of like two other teams for ROTC. I, my time was completely put onto yeah. other things mm-hmm. to the point though, like I, I knew what I was doing because of my brother and it was a lot of fun. So I've known quite a bit about soccer. And then my brother mm-hmm. is a uh, Manchester United fan. Okay. So I've watched this man scream at the TV many times mm-hmm. <laughs> when it came to Manchester United. I don't like American football. I grew up in a family that screams at the TV, that gets way too much into it, and I'm just like, they do something for like 10 seconds at a time. Mm -hmm. This is boring. My husband likes it. He watches the Falcons play, but Mm -hmm. that's on him. He's He can do that. I don't care. I know enough football to follow it when I decide to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't watch the Super Bowl for football. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even watch it at all this year. I watched the the halftime show, but I literally, I can tell you, I spent the entirety of the Super Bowl, not anywhere near a television, reading Clap When You Land for my uh, young adult uh, fiction class. I don't know what I was reading, but I was definitely reading. I'd have to look back at the dates of my Goodreads to figure out what book I was reading mm-hmm. at the time, but I was definitely yeah. reading through the Super Bowl. I was not paying attention in the slightest. No. Um But, like, baseball, I know because of my husband. I got into baseball. Like, my husband took me to my first ever baseball game. 
Um, and while there, I fell in love with it. We sat in the outfield and it was really funny because the player in the outfield is Ronald Acuna Jr. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. He's number 13. I like him. Guess who ended up being pretty much the best player? Nicely done. <laughs> to this day, he is still like amazing. He's absolutely amazing. I love this kid. He's doing mm-hmm. amazing things in baseball. But I did. I, I leaned into it. I asked questions. I still ask questions to this day. And I will sit through baseball with my husband and I enjoy it. Now, I, do, I read a lot when baseball's on because yeah. there are games, not much happens. But mm-hmm. I get excited and I really love it. Yeah. Um, and I do like watching hockey, but I don't understand hockey. Not really, no. Something happens and I'm like, what happened? They're just, now they're walloping on each other. Okay. Your guess is as good as mine. Right. But that's about as much as I do with sports. I mm-hmm. did wake up at 5 a.m. the day that the U.S. women's soccer team lost in the, the World Cup. We were bitter. We were like, we got up at 5 a.m. and they lost. No. On on a, like, it was a good call, but at the same time, I was still bitter. Because it sucked. Well, it's uh, Rampone. Rapino. Rapino, thank you. I'm so bad at names. It was Rapino's last game. Okay. I did get to watch Rapino's last game. And that's why I like Clique so much. Yeah. It's a great book. (laughs) It's a great book. So, but like sports, this is, this pertains to this episode. Yeah. Uh, I wish we could have seen more of like the mm-hmm. sports aspect personally because I do love yeah. baseball. Uh, seeing Tina as a bat bat girl, yeah, bat girl, um, was it was interest interesting. Was interesting. I did. I wrote down: Is it possible to lo- be in love with twenty five people at once? And then I wrote: Should we have a polyamory discussion here? I think twenty five is above my limit personally. Yeah, I'm polysaturated at one. Polysaturated. Oh my god. That that I didn't make that up. I've never heard that before. Really? I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah that's that's the level of partners that you're at. Yeah, I'm I'm good with one. That's all I have the time I and the have not for. Been in a How do I word that? I I haven't been in a polyam relationship in so long. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all the terminology anymore. Because it's been a good eight years. Yeah, I did a lot of research for when she sees me. So, which is, I realize I'm saying with that context, it's a book that I'm writing. <laughs> but for me, I think I'm I'm a triad person. Mm-hmm. If if I were to ever do it again, I'm definitely more of a triad yeah. person. Yeah, my, my mentality with all of fan fiction has just always been, why have love triangle when you can just have polyamory? It's more fun that way. Oh, no, I'm definitely with you on that one. I get so angry when I read or watch something that it's like the the whole, what is it? You just said it. Yeah, like uh, love, love triangle. triangle. Love triangle, really really more love corner. Because love triangle would imply that like the other people yeah. that are going after the one person would also want to be with each other. And that's almost never the case. I think love corner or love V is like the phrasing. That, that would make more sense. That's funny. Or hinge, well, yeah, love hinge. Which I love this because we will have another opportunity to talk about exactly this with Bob's Burgers. Oh my god. Um, because I have, like, I was always confused when I read a lot of stuff. I'm like, why don't you, why do you have to choose? I don't think you should have to choose. That's where the term white choose comes from. Exactly. If they're all consenting adults. Because I do want to say, if anything, if, if you don't know what polyamory is, we should probably explain that. 
But um, if you know us, you know what polyamory is because we've discussed a lot. We talk about it a lot. And I, the biggest part of that, once again, we're talking about consent is you just have to have consent and communication for any of it to work out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But Tina was a, uh, God. Tadbit zealous. Tadbit? Tadbit. Tadbit. She was a very zealous. Uh, I really loved Jean, you know, wanting to do something and doing Mm -hmm. it. And yeah. of course, Linda telling Bob, you're doing this, you're help your son. Yeah. Um, I was, I was very proud of Jean for winning the first one fair and square. Like the, the, I think, I feel mm-hmm. like the advice of just stay on your feet, especially yes. when you're a kid, because your center of gravity is so much lower. He's less likely to topple than any of the adults. Mm-hmm. Right. So just physically, it makes sense. Just stay on your feet and just keep going, which I thought was actually really good advice. Um, but then the, it's not, it's okay when it's for entertainment. No, no, Bob. No, no. Well, and this was another situation. Like it's the first season, and yet it still feels like a family show. So even though later on they change it up because they realize kids are watching, still this episode still has the feel of the rest of Bob's Burgers, where it's for the family. Like a kid watching this learns, don't cheat. Yeah, and maybe don't have a role model the same age as you. That was another thing. I went, do role models have to be older than you? Do they? I don't know. I mean, I can't really, I don't really know. Is it know. in I, the definition? I don't, I, is there a definition of what is a role model? I'm going to Google what is a role model. And I don't know who gets it first. It does not dictate age. It says a person looked to by others as an example to be imitated. So there you go. Yeah, no, I don't think they actually have to be older than you. Yeah, there you go. I mean, every time I think about, like, celebrities that I look up to, or this, like, celebrity, like, I mean, like, I, I put this in the, in the in the way of celebrity crushes. That's not really the same thing as a role model. I have a harder time having celebrity crushes on crushes, on people that are my age or younger. Like, but, like, same. even, like, close, even, like, close in age. Like, Florence Pugh is two years younger than me. I get it. What? But, like, yeah, Florence Pugh's younger than me. Oh shit. I'm like, obsessed I get, with her. <laughs> I know. Like I get it, but like something about it. It's just like okay. She gets a pass. I love her too much. <laughs> I mean that's there like for me, I do prefer like older people. It's just we've had this discussion privately before. I yeah. like older people. My husband's nine and a half years older than me. Um, but I like I love Jennifer Lawrence. I love Demi Lovato. They're like my age or around my age. Yeah. It never, I honestly, because especially with Disney Channel, the way that they did a lot of their casting is their mm-hmm. actors were the right age for those characters. So watching like Hannah Montana when I was like in middle school, I, I saw her as a 14 year old. I guess at that point I'd already, like I guess, internalized that actors are older than their characters usually. So when I yeah. see my, like, you know, Miley Stewart being a 14 year old, I'm like, oh, she's probably like 18. No, she was 14. I, yeah, I felt the same like watching Demi Lovato was my like obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sunny with a Chance was her show, and I yeah. always thought she was older when I found out, like, oh, shit, she's my age. Definitely changed a lot of things. So, like, that's, like, Selena Gomez is, like, my age. Yeah. So, I, and it was really interesting because I grew up watching those shows being the exact same age. Not the exact same. Like, we're in the same ballpark. Like. Yeah. Like, this one is the biggest, like, what the hell to me. Margot Robbie is only 33 years old. That one break, broke my brain. Like this, Demi Lovato's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. 
This is blowing my mind now. Like, how many of these actors did I not realize? And then, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is 30. Wait a minute. That means that Jennifer Lawrence and Margot Robbie are the same age. That doesn't equate in my mind. Well, because at the same ages, they were playing vastly different ages of characters because Wolf of Wall Street is, I'm going to, I think is around when the Hunger Games came out, right? Oh, yeah. They are kind of close. That's scary looking at that though, because that that's that that I think is what the ish that's I think what the disconnect is. Not to go off on a massive tangent. Um, but yeah, well, I I know I do, but hang on. So Wolf of Wall Street, because she was playing like you know she was playing the love interest of Leonardo DiCaprio. Her character was I'm gonna guess slightly older than her. That came out in twenty yeah twenty thirteen, and the Hunger Games came out in twenty twelve. I, I think it did. Um. Yeah, the first yeah the first Hunger Games movie came out in 2012. So around they're the same age, but around the same time, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was playing a 16 year old, and Margot Robbie's character in Wolf of Wall Street was at least in her 20s. And also so, her other lead there character is, being so much older than her. Yeah, exactly. So just they were they. It's hard to view them as the same age because Margot Robbie's been playing older characters for so long. Wow, I've. That just blew my mind. Okay. Well, that's a role model discussion for you. Like, yeah. just go straight into, like, wait a minute. These people are older than we realized. Yeah. Hurt my brain. Just a tiny bit. Any other notes? Uh, my last really funny one is, Bobs are not once in a lifetime. That is an extremely common name. Right? <laughs> that's extremely common. Extremely common. So, we're going to do something fun today because we're only doing one episode. Uh, I told Lauren that I'm going to make her take a quiz to figure out which Bob's Burgers character she is. So we're going to go over our yeah. scores real quick, and then we're going to be yeah. taking this quiz together. Uh, because apparently I'm now taking it too, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Let's do it I together. I thought this was more fun. Oh, no, yeah. I love it. So go ahead and tell me your score. So this one did really well. I really like this one. I gave it a 10 for plot, a 9 for character, and a 9 for personal, giving it a 28 out of 30. That is hilarious. I, really, I just really did the same thing with Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love this episode. It's a good episode. I didn't score it as high, though. Hmm, okay. I gave it a 8 for character, 8 for personal, and a 7 for plot. Okay, that's fair. We just did, like, the polar opposite things, but the same things for our episodes. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. All right, so when we do post this episode, I do plan on trying to make sure that we post the length of the exact quiz that we are using because I think it would be really fun if when we post this way in the future um, <laughs> to see what other people's answers are as well and how many different, yeah, how many of each can we get? I want to know. Yeah, so yeah, for anyone listening, the link will definitely be in the show notes and you'll be able to let us know on socials who you got if you took the quiz with us. Because we all want to know who everybody yeah. gets. Well, I think Kate- Katie really wants to know who I get. I really do. Like, the first season is really good. I like. I mean, I'm sure you seem to have very much enjoyed the first season as well. I have. And after we do the quiz, we can go over like the averages and everything for all the different categories. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, so the first question... What would be your favorite attraction at Wonder Wharf? Ooh, roller coaster. Mine's the options coaster. are tunnel. No. The options are tunnel of love, Ferris wheel, carousel, the concession stand, and roller coaster. Um, roller coasters uh, at these kinds of parks scare me, uh, as do the Ferris wheels. So I'm going to go for the carousel. I'm doing roller coaster because 
I'm chaotic. That's fair. Um, what burger would you eat? The world is a sage burger. The cloves encounter burger. The gouda eat ya burger. The been there done that burger. The it's a time burger. A burger right. seasoned with time. I would I like that. I think I'm gonna go cloves encounter because roasted garlic is delicious. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with cloves encounter because I I my. Uh, the best burger I've ever had, or at least the best burger at a restaurant, had this like really good garlic aioli on it. Oh, I love aioli. Yeah. So the next one's pretty simple. What is your favorite color? Um, red, gray, blue, yellow, green. I'm I'm green. I am also green. Well, only because purple is not listed. Same. <laughs> Viewers can't see my wall is purple. Yeah. She our our scripts. We actually do. We color code. I'm green. Yeah. It's purple. Oh, this will be funny. What is your favorite type of movie? Romance, spaghetti westerns, horror, anything I can watch with my family, or psychological thrillers. I think I know both of our answers. I'm stuck between horror and psychological thrillers. Okay, so I was going to, for you, I was going to say psychological thrillers. I am going with romance. Give me a rom-com. I like joy. I don't necessarily, I mean, I do watch psychological thrillers, but like in, in most of my fiction, my life is stressful enough. Give me joy. I think I'm leaning more towards psychological thrillers because while I enjoy mm-hmm. horror, I have not been able to watch them as much since I had my kids. Like, That's there's fair. something about becoming a mom that makes it a little bit harder to watch. But I can also get my husband to watch psychological thrillers with me. So, mm-hmm. that's a win. There you go. That's a win. <clears throat> Aunt Gail is displaying her somewhat obscene art in your workplace. What do you do? You try to support her. You report her to HR. You admire it. You make fun of it. You sit back and watch the chaos. You know my answer. I kind of want to say you reported to HR. I'm putting you sit back and watch the chaos because that's who, that's me. That's fair. All right. What Halloween costume would you wear? A mermaid, half of a Chinese dragon, mummy, a famous musician, or Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. See, for me, I have to say Half of a Chinese Dragon just because it reminds me of this movie What's Up Doc from the 70s. I've never heard of it, but I will look it up. (laughs) Oh, goodness. You end up in Mr. Franz's office. What did you do? You got into a fight. You spoke out of turn. You wrote about one of your classmates. Expressing yourself or vandalism. Vandalism. I spoke out of turn. I talked a lot. Oh, wait. Did I actually... I was actually a really good kid, but vandalism sounds fun. Yeah, that's fair. What is your love story so far? You were briefly engaged, but then found true love. You found true love and married it. You have several partners, but haven't made a move just yet. <laughs> you have an on-again, off-again relationship, where you're happily single. I mean, to be fair, I mean, none of these are technically me. I, um, I found true love and married it. You did. I'm going to go with that one just because I'm very happy in my relationship right now. What television show would you watch? The Bachelor, Iron Chef, The Walking Dead, American Idol, or Shark Tank. I haven't watched The Bachelor in a long time, but I do want to watch the new season they have with like the the man in his 70s, The Golden Bachelor. I want to watch that. I'm curious how that's going to go. I'm a home cook, so I'm going Iron Chef. I do love Iron Chef. <clears throat> What is your favorite Thanksgiving activity? Performing a song, 
cooking the dinner, pulling the wishbone, playing football, or carving the turkey. Of all of these things, I only help with food, so we're going to go cooking. Yeah, it's cooking. I just said I'm a home cook. It's for me. It's I, yeah. I cook. Uh, what is something you can't live without? Your family, your art, your journal, your guitar, or your hat. Mine's my family. See, I would say family, but also I wear hats a lot, so we're going to go with my hat. I love that. Oh, here we go. I love my family. I love my family. I have I have kids, so for me, it's like my little, my mm-hmm. little bubble. Yeah. Jimmy Pesto's just advertised a special at the same time you did. What do you do? Try to talk to him to see if he would delay the special. Start a fist fight. Flirt with the employees. Offer to perform a music act at the restaurant, working for tips, or commit a crime. I mean, what I would most likely do and what I would want to do are two different things. The answer I want to give, because it looks fun, is not the same of what I would probably actually do. Yeah, same. Like, I, I want to say flirt with the employees, so I'd probably just talk to him. I want to say commit a crime, but I'd probably start a fist... Wait, wait that's, too, that's the same thing, right? Is a fist fight also I mean, a crime? Technically, yeah, I think. I'm just thinking of the chance le- to punch Jimmy Pesto. I think if you leave a mark, it's considered assault. We're going to go with commit a crime. Okay. Reflections. The local art store is having a sale. What do you buy? Yarn, a doodle pad, a calligraphy set, glitter, or a how-to book. I would do a calligraphy set. Uh, I used to be very into fountain pens. I crochet, so it's yarn for me because I do crochet. Mm-hmm. I've been crocheting since I was eight years old. Aww. What club would you join? A yachting club, a gardening club, Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, cheerleading, or a fan club. I mean, <laughs> is this podcast not a fan club? I mean, you're not wrong, but I also have a garden, so I'd be like, I think I'd end up in a gardening club. There you go. I was about to say, like, if yours isn't a fan club, you have an entire TikTok just for your show. <laughs> I haven't been on for a while. Well, because then... at at the time of recording, sag is currently on strike, so I, I just, I can't post anything on that account. I don't have any other content. I'm so sorry. It's okay. What is your hobby? Singing, gardening, writing, practicing a musical instrument, or mischief. I got three. Three of these are my hobbies. I know. Two of them are mine, but I just put the gardening club. So I feel like I want to put writing, even though I'm struggling with my writing right now. I know. I, I'm going to do practicing, practicing a musical instrument because that's the one that is the most hobby-like as writing is turning into more of a job. That's fair. Mine's still technically a hobby right now. There you go. What is your biggest dream? To see your family healthy and happy. You're already living the dream. You'd be married to your partner of your dreams. You'd be performing in front of millions of people. You'd be committing crimes and not getting caught. <laughs> I mean, I know I know what character that one's meant oh, to definitely. be. I want to click it, but I think I've got to go with family. Because mm-hmm. I'm embodying, I guess I'm embodying Linda right now because I think my so. family means the world to me. Yeah. Which one Let's do see. you think you're going to do? I... I'm going to go with I'd be married to the partner of my dreams, which I know is meant to be Tina. That's so sweet, though. If you if yeah. you had an enemy, who would it be? 
someone who threatened your family, a business competitor, someone competing for your crush's attention, no one really, you like everyone, or a bully. Someone who threatened, yeah. My case would be my, a bully. My case, it's someone who threatened my family. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. What activity do you see yourself doing to prepare for the for the season? Decorating trees, preparing the dinner, trying to make your way to the grown-up table, writing a new Christmas carol, setting up a trap to catch Santa Claus. These answers are so obvious. <laughs> As the Jew, I have to be setting up a trap to catch Santa Claus. <laughs> I'd be preparing the dinner. I love that. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, that was amazing. You head into the local Fresh Feeds grocery store. What aisle do you head to first? The wine aisle, the fresh produce section, the dairy fridge, wherever they have free samples, the candy aisle. Wine. I want to say wine. I am currently sober. So I'm going to go with the home cook answer because I am taking a break from alcohol. And putting fresh produce instead. Although I would really love to go to the wine aisle. I need to, uh, but I'm not drinking. Uh, imagine a cheeseburger. What part of the burger would you be? The cheese, you hold everything together. The meat, you're the rock of the group. The bun, you always make it to the top. The condiments, they are the perfect accent to a good sandwich. The veggies, there's plenty of green to be had. I have to do the veggies. Yeah, I feel... Uh, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're gonna like this. I feel the need to do the condiments. They are the perfect accents to a good sa- accents to a good sandwich. I feel the need to. I am... I Accents are my thing. Oh, yes! Well, for me, it's... Just solely... Just solely based on that. I love it. For me, the, the, the... There's plenty of green to be had. I may be sober, but I still partake. So... Mm. I'm only a certain type of sober. <laughs> <laughs> The authorities are looking to shut down your restaurant. Why? No liquor licenses. Any reason the man is out to get you. Tainted meat. No sound permits. Tax evasion. Tax evasion is the funniest one on the list for me. It is the funniest. I'm going to go for any reason the man's out to get me. I'm putting tax evasion. (laughs) It's Valentine's Day. What kind of gift do you give your significant other? You do a week of Valentine's Day activities to show your significant other how much they how much you love them. You make something heart-shaped. You get a flower for your significant other. You write a ballad for them. You don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Say, I say flower. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, that's okay. Our anniversary is in February. So this is what Emily, uh, one of the one of the many things she gave me for Valentine's Day this past year. It is a bouquet of flowers Aww. made out of a book. Aww. Made out of a specific book. <gasps> Which one? I had to, I, I, it took me too long to fi- to find like the identifiable character names because actually there are, there's actually a heading on here. This is made out of Learn My Lesson by Katie Robert, which <gasps> is one of my favorite books, but also is the first audiobook that the two of us listened to together. Dude, your girlfriend's awesome. I have quite the romantic in my life. You do. I don't. Um, in my defense, though, uh, my husband and I got married February 20th. Ah. So for us, it's so busy for Valentine's Day. It's not worth it when our anniversary is right around the corner. So No, that's fair. No, we, we got married 
February 20th. No, thank you. We, we skip Valentine's Day. And instead, we get discount chocolate. Because that is reasonable. What is your favorite animal? A raccoon, a dog, a horse, a bird, a hamster, or a gerbil. I'm picking dog. I'm picking raccoon. It's Lobster Fest and everyone is celebrating. What are you doing to enjoy the festivities? You're one of the lobster maidens. Protesting against Lobster Fest for various reasons. Flirting. Enjoying the live music. Instigating a fight. I'd be enjoying the music. See, in my case, this is just... I, I, I There's been so many flirting ones. I feel like remiss if I just don't... Because when I play d and I'm a bard and I just use that as an excuse to flirt with everyone. I'd be remiss if I didn't pick that a couple of times. That is that is fair. Uh, the times I have played D&D, I've always been a thief. So <laughs> that definitely tells you our, our dynamic. Okay, I think we're almost done. Oops. If you could go on a vacation, what kind of vacation would you take? You'd go on a cruise. You'd go on a tour of the world's kitchens. You'd go on a trip geared towards single people. You'd go on a tour of the world's theaters. You'd go on a tour of the world's prisons. I'm going on a cruise. I'm going on a cruise. I went on a cruise. I like cruises. I've never been on one. I, Stephen took us a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's one of the reasons we went a couple of years ago is because there were so many rules and regulations Mm -hmm. due to everything going on. Yeah. And we barely got off the ship. Barely got off the ship. Like in the times we got off the ship, we went to the beach. So, um, everybody had to be vaccinated. So we're like, oh, we can, we can be safe. That's fair. What kind of books do you need? What kind of books do you read or have on your bookshelf? Romance. I would like to preface that we are readers. We very much are. I just finished my seventy fifth book of the year. I think I'm on book fifty. Which is honestly, you are also finishing your master's. Yeah, to be fair, have okay. I was saying I'm on book fifty. Having doing a master's degree is, I mean, fifty is a decent number. I had to read nine mm-hmm. of them for one of my classes. Oh wow. I read nine YA books. I'm going horror books only because fantasy is not on here. Yeah, the options are romance, hobby, horror, music, or true crime. Uh, I I am romance. Like 98% of what I read is generally some form of romance mm-hmm. or erotica. So we're going romance. Yeah, I mainly read fantasy, but it's not on the list. So mm-hmm. what subject would you excel at, uh, excel at in school? Economics, home economics, math. Fine arts or debate? I think we're both I'm going with fine arts. Yeah. English English isn't on here, so fine arts has to Same. be. Same. <laughs> I'm like, there's no English. And fuck math. If you went on a camping trip, what would you bring? Wine pouches, a Swiss army knife, a good book to read, music to listen to, or jars to collect bugs. A book. A book. Or five. Or ten. Uh, you a need family options. Member- you do need options. A family member has decided to create a bed and breakfast in your home. What do you do? I was so happy when I saw this question. Leave. (laughs) You'd be the one opening the B&B, avoiding everyone, this wasn't your idea, chit-chatting with the guests, providing entertainment to the guests, trying to get the guests to leave. See, okay, I would would pick the Louise option, but I'm just avoiding everyone. Go Mm -hmm. away, leave my home. All right, this is our last one. Yes. Art crawl, the town's art fair is going on. What kind of activity do you see yourself doing? Displaying art by aspiring artists, vandalizing art, 
painting portraits, performing music on the street, using slave labor to turn a profit. <laughs> I would be displaying art because I am not an artist I, myself. I would also be displaying art. Oh, that's Are not ready a surprise. For our results? Oh my goodness. What did, what did you get? Take a guess. You get Linda? No, I got Louise. Oh, you got Louise? <laughs> we both got Louise. No, you got Louise. I'm, I'm, I, I'm got Louise. I got Bob. I got Bob. You got Bob? I got Bob. That is adorable. Yeah. Uh, you are Louise Belcher. As the youngest of the Belcher bunch, Louise is too smart for her own good. That is so funny. Oh, like Louise, you have a wicked sense of humor and a razor-sharp wit. You have a gift of sarcasm that may inadvertently hurt others. <laughs> Luckily, your friends will often have the same type of humor, and when you do get together, you have a blast. Well, we did start this podcast. <laughs> we did. I am Bob Belcher. As the head of the Belcher family, Bob has the responsibility of raising his kids right and making sure his restaurant stays afloat. Just like Bob, you have leadership skills, which at times can be your downfall. Because you are critical of others, you may not get the response that you desire from the others. If you relax a little, you may end up getting the outcome you desire. <laughs> I was going to say what leadership... I was going to say what leadership skills, but I think you'd argue with me about that, given the fact that I created our entire organizational system. The entire system we have for this podcast, down to the script uh lauren created to the point i was like it'd be great to have a calendar and all i got told is there already is one so that's all i'm gonna say about that thank you all for listening join us next time when we discuss once upon a time episode 108 desperate souls don't forget to like rate and follow the podcast wherever you listen so you can be notified every time we publish a new episode and follow us at obdyk underscore pod on instagram and tiktok this has been an episode of OK, But Did You Know? A TV and media podcast. It was hosted by Katie and Lauren and edited by Katie.